Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. and I'm the crime. This podcast is... Wrong Crime. We're a true crime comedy podcast. With romantic drippings. Drippings. <laughs> I don't know. I was looking for I like drip. that. It's very Thanksgiving on you know, theme. You know. With a little romantic gravy on top yeah. of those criminal acts. Yeah. I love that. Thank you, guys. Thanks for yes, listening. Yes, thank you for listening. Oh, my God. Romantic gravy. <laughs> Sounds you need to create. Sexy. You need to create an image for me somehow on the computer. Okay, with that I will draw you up something. Something romantic and gravy, guys. I feel like this one is kind of our most, maybe not our most romantic, because I feel like Bonnie and Clyde is pretty romantic. Yeah, and um, well, whatever. Let's just say who we're well, doing. I, okay, yeah, let's yeah. just rip the bandaid rip off, Bonnie. You do it. Today we are uh, investigating the life of Griselda Blanco, la madrina. The, the godmother. Yes, the Black Widow. The Black Widow. Shh. And you know what I think is interesting about this story? Because we, we talk about adding, you know, we really do research and look into the romantic angles. Yes. And I feel like the true love story here yep. is the story of a woman and her love for power. Ooh. I would say, and only to add to that, is her... Is her love for power, absolutely, and mm-hmm. her love for her children. Right. But I don't want to say that was romantic. That's true. That's not. That's, you're that's, right. I mean, hopefully. Unfortunately, we have talked about people who have romantic love for their children on yeah. the show. But this is not one of but them. But this is not one of no, them. No, it's just a familial love. Yeah. So she yeah. is a badass mama. She is. Um, also, just a terrifyingly powerful, brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Why did I say it like that? She was. She was the first female drug lord in, in history. Ever. That is why she was and had to be so ruthless. Yeah, because there was only men that did that shit. Yeah. I think as I was researching this, it, like I definitely got a little irked because, you know, even the DEA and pe- people who were after her Oh, yeah, her they were, were like, you would never have thought it was a woman. Yeah. I got mad, too. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. A woman is capable of all of the same things as a man. In fact... Well, and this is honestly, it's on a different scale, but just in the in the world, right. not in the criminal world. But like, women have to be three times as good and at their pe- job. People don't know. Don't people don't believe that? But it's absolutely true. Like, what is that quote? Someone says, you know, when a woman can get the same job as a guy and be mediocre, that's when we're equal. Yeah. I love that. That's great and so true. But that's not the way it is no. or was in the drug world in the no. 80s. And probably today, I would say, in the drug world, it might still yeah. be the truth. Absolutely. I'm not in that world, like, personally. No, but, for sure. But I bet, you know, if you're a woman, like, um, drug boss. Yeah. Kingpin, queenpin, yes. in this case. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have to probably show your force to a degree that 
has to knock all the other dudes out of the water. I think for sure. And she certainly did. She did. Griselda Blanco was born in 1943 in February in La Cartagena, Colombia. Yeah, in Colombia. Um, And she was born to... So she didn't know her dad, but her mom... Right. Her mom, who was, I guess, like, maybe had drug problems, worked as a sex worker... Alcoholic. Was um, not involved with really mean men. Yeah. So much so that basically Griselda left home at 14 yeah. because she couldn't deal with the abuse that her Absolutely. she was getting from her stepfather. And I feel like this is common in a lot of people who are like heartless or, care, you know, they have um, really rough upbringings and right. a lot, not a lot of care. And, and maybe seems... that is what creates a lack of empathy. I think... You know, when you are brutalized as right. a young person... Why should you? probably you? just start to feel like, fuck it. Everybody deserves to, yeah. to be brutalized. So wanna, So there's a, there's some facts in this, and there's a lot of like speculation. There's a lot of legend, yes. which I love, because legend. you don't become like the biggest drug boss. The godmother. The godmother of cocaine without some really, really crazy stories. Like, I feel like you kind of need it, right? You like, do. I think I the legend rip. was part of it. So well, let's start from when she was young. This yeah. is one of those uh, stories that I feel like comes up as fact and then also as just exactly. a story. And so who knows? This could be true. It yeah. could not be true. But basically, at the, they're saying that at the age of 11, Griselda um, and a gang of like her peers yeah, so, she's, so they're in Medellin. Oh, yeah. In, they yes. moved to Medellin and she, you know, she's a pickpocket now. Yeah. She's kind of like doing petty crimes. She is, she's looting stuff. Yeah. But basically she and a group of friends kidnap a 10-year-old boy from a wealthy family in like the closest wealthy town nearby, yeah. hold him for ransom, and the legend goes that when the parents refused to pay up, yeah, they called and the parents were like, "Yeah, yeah, no." They said, "No, we're not going to pay for our kid." That she basically took a gun shot. and all her friends were like, "We dare you to kill him then." And they handed her the gun and she shot him between the eyes. Yeah. So she's 11. In this, in this story that may or may not be true, when she committed her first yeah, murder. Shot him right in the face. In between the fucking eyes. I know, that's pretty Like, how does, that's, I'm going legend. Legend. I think so. It's funny, like, because the first, like, four things I read, it was fact. And then the last one was, like, saying that it was legend. But I'm, and so most of my research, I'm like, this lady's crazy. I know. Don't mess with her. Well, I read it as the craziest facts about her. So, yeah, yeah fact, fact, fact. And yeah. then I was watching a couple different documentaries, and people were talking about all of these crazy stories that exist yeah. about her. Mm-hmm. And how they all helped kind of create this image of yeah. this terrifying Killer. That's more like doing... killer boss. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. But then she's like thirteen or fourteen, right? And mm-hmm. her her gross, you know, some boyfriend of her mom yeah. tries to rape her. So she runs away. Yeah, and becomes. Yeah, she works in, in, as a sex worker, which she denies later. Sure. She like admits it and then denies it. Basically, she commits illegal. She's trying to make money. She's just trying to survive. So she pickpockets. She. Money. Yeah. Um. Works as a sex worker. She does whatever she has to do to survive. And then yes. she meets... In the slums. In the slums. And then she meets her first husband. Yes. Um, which, his name is Zulma and Dino Trujillo. 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 Sorry, yeah. I couldn't read my Trujillo. own name. Trujillo. Trujillo. So, they're married. They got three kids. Yep. 
She's very young still. Yes. And by the way, just to note, at the time at this time in Colombia there was a civil war happening in around nineteen forty eight and two hundred and fifteen thousand people were killed within ten years. Right. They, so like just mat like slums, mass murdering uh, war. Even it's the US a... apparently had something to do with it because they were trying to get rid of um uh, oh god, the socialist whatever. Oh, like they were communism. trying to be the communist. Yeah. I remember, yeah. That was something... So it was just a really violent place. Yeah. And violence and brutality were part of the norms exactly. when she was growing up. That's what she saw growing up. Yeah. And what other people also saw. Yeah, so it was... And so basically, I think always the one thing that I did read and throughout her life is she was a woman of like clever, you know, me. She was smart. Mm-hmm. She was very smart. And she was like... Would she always found a way and found a creative way to make money? I mean, yeah. you know, I think that's why maybe her sex working was just for a little bit because she, right, she figured quickly out figured she it. could make money other ways. Mm-hmm. So then the first husband, he's killed. Well, she has three kids with him, right? Right. Yeah. So they have three. So um, her first husband is killed while she's still in Colombia. Oh yeah. And Trajillo. Uh huh. And I think rumor has it that she had him. Bumped right. Yes. Well, so he was like a kind of a petty guy, right? Like he he taught her how to forge passports. So this is where she learned how to do oh, that I kind of thing. Oh, I thought that was the second husband. Oh no, I think. But it was the him. first husband. Okay. Yeah. And um, this is amazing. This fact: in Colombia, divorce was illegal. Oh well, there you go. So she had to kill him. Yeah, he. I think he started like he. They talk a lot about like her partners not knowing their place. So like. Maybe she loved him, maybe she didn't. Maybe there was romantic love in there, but I think she was trying to claw her way out of the slums a little bit. Right, with him. and then when he was no longer useful, mm-hmm. she knew she couldn't divorce him, so yep. she just yep. Had him bumped him off. But yep. then she met her second husband, Alberto Bravo, and he is the one who introduced her to cocaine, the trafficking. cocaine yeah. trafficking. And another crazy fact, oh, I feel like I'm jumping Tell me, forward, no. but... So there's a lot of things when it comes to the drug trade that this woman is responsible for creating. Yeah. But one of the things that I found to be the most amazing, so she and Alberto Bravo, her second husband, eventually relocate with I- illegally to um, Forest Hills, which is Queens. Queens, New York, baby. And Queens, um, which we love. Yes, we do. And uh, they start a not a humongous, but a pretty large um, cocaine business there. Right. It, like, in 1971, that's when she marries... His Alberto. She's twenty eight years old, mm-hmm. and yeah. So they start. They start. I think they're like at this point they're kind of like glorified mules. Maybe right. they're not like they're not the boss bosses yeah, yeah. yet. But basically, Griselda invented underwear. Yes, she designed an entire line. An of entire lingerie. line of lingerie. That women could wear where they could smuggle cocaine onto the airplanes. Yeah, I think the first, like I was reading, she she first, you know, so people were smuggling on airplanes and they, she realized, you know, you get a beautiful woman, so then they stopped right. looking. And then, but even at some point, even the most beautiful woman was right. still getting checked. So she, Cre- clever, yeah. clever woman. She, and, and I think one of their fronts was like a clothing store or right. like a bra shop or something mm-hmm. like that. And so yeah, she designed, I just love that. Yeah, she her. literally designed a line of lingerie that sole purpose was yeah, to smuggle drugs. and had drugs. it, like, produced and everything. And had it mass-produced yeah. for all of the people that were working for them. And so eventually, they do kind of climb their way to the top, so much so that in New York, that the, the DEA... Right. Operation... What was that? Oh, oh, man, I wrote it down, but I just was like... They kept talking about 
operations. Anyways, so yes, so the DEA, she's on the radar, right? So basically, they're kind of closing in on her and Alberto Bravo's drug Mm -hmm. ring. And so before they can arrest them, I think they even indict them, right? But before they can arrest them, they both flee back to Colombia. Yeah. And it is, I believe, while they're in... Was it in Queens or Colombia that the next great potentially true or potentially just legendary lore happens? I saw it both things. Which one? The parking lot incident. The, I don't know. What the way that her second husband dies. Oh, oh, no, I think it's in Colombia. Okay, so it is in Colombia. Yeah. I read both. So oh, interesting. They flee back to Colombia, and we will now come to the second craziest story in fact, maybe the most well-known, if you've ever heard anything about Griselda Blanco, uh-huh. other than the fact that she's the godmother of cocaine, yes, is this crazy story. So they go back to Colombia. They're still kind of working their business. Yeah. And she notices that millions and millions, so clearly they were doing pretty well by this yeah. time, millions and millions of dollars are missing. Right. So she calls up Alberto, and she's like, meet me in this parking lot. Right. And also, wasn't she pissed because he had left, or he had, like, he had left her in New York to, oh. to get to take the heat? Right. So, and then she came yeah. back and noticed that he'd also been stealing from her. Right. So she's like, meet me in this parking lot. And then the legend, or the true story goes, yeah. that she pulls out a pistol. Like, she accuses him of stealing. She pulls out a pistol. He pulls out an Uzi. A crazy bun, a gun battle, bun battle, a gun battle ensues, and when all the smoke clears, Griselda is standing, and Alberto and his six bodyguards right. are all dead, and she only suffered a like a minor gunshot wound to the abdomen. Yeah. So this is not able to be verified, but I did see one person say that the coroner did note on her autopsy that oh, when she, she died, died that when she air. died died she she did have. A bullet scar on oh. her abdomen. I choose to believe that. I, I think really she's a love tough that story. Bee, you yeah. know? Um, and so this is back in the time. So they're back. She's in Medellin. Yeah. And apparently, so she was hanging out at like cockfights every night. Oh. I know. I read that. I didn't that. know that. She's That's 32. Awesome. Um, she's, you know, she's hanging out in cockfights, just like kind of partying and whatever, meeting people and what, and what have you. This is where, you know, in the research I've done this is where she meets Pablo Escobar and people like some people are like and I think it's all the misogynistic assholes out there but they're like she was never but no there would be no Pablo Escobar without Griselda Blanco and I think so this so she's at these fancy like cockfights yeah but she is a boss. She is a boss lady at this yeah, point. Yeah, she is a boss still lady. in charge, especially now that she's offed her. Absolutely. In fact, her, business is better because he's gone. Yeah, and so she is the boss. And so anybody who is looking to get into this business yeah. is basically looking for Griselda to invite them in. Right. And so I've read a couple different versions of the story, but oh, that yeah. one was that she was kind of a mentor to Pablo yeah. Escobar. And I, then, I heard. I read that she lent him money and kind of taught. Right. Her ways, because she sort of created trafficking, mm-hmm. you know, in the new modern uh, era. era. Yeah. Yeah. So, because she was smart, you know, she was, she knew how to do it. Um, she liked Pablo because he was really charismatic mm-hmm. and she felt like he knew his place, not like Alberto. Right. Like, that was her thing. She's always trying to, like... She wants you to know that she's in charge and anybody who questions her authority yeah. or attempts to usurp her in any way did not live for very long. No, it seems that way. Yeah. It really does. Um, so, unfortunately, of course, 
after he's ma- he, he quickly starts making millions a month. Right. He people start trusting Pablo more than Griselda because honestly, in the Latin com- community, because he's a dude. Yeah, it's Let's more just say popular, it. especially in the old school Latin community. Yeah. They you'd rather go to a man for something, and she listen. I get it. Hell no. 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 Griselda was running the damn show. Yeah, and she was not about to be usurped by young Pablo Escobar. Exactly. So they become like bitter rivals. Exactly. And attempt to kill each other many times over the years. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, you know, but in her mind, she's like, at the very least, he should at least give her respect, but that did not happen. So she's... She's done with Pablo. And there's so much more, like, movies and things made about Pablo Escobar. I, I, I have to know. be honest with you. I didn't know about Griselda. I was, like, not, you know, okay, so, yes, she killed a lot of people. And it seems that she had some cruelty, maybe, to her. But I feel like, in a way, it's this strong female character that is very interesting to me. And why isn't it in well, the movies? Well, I was going to say, let's just, let's just kind of, let's step out of the story and just talk about what you're talking about. Because if we're, yes... This woman is potentially responsible for up to 250 murders, Correct. including children and innocent people, yes, bystanders, yes. children like children of the people she wanted killed. So not a good person. No. But as a character and as a, a female character, yes. this woman, for lack of a better term, she shattered the fucking glass ceiling when it came to the drug business. Oh, absolutely. She and did. like the war on drugs that Reagan initiated, it yeah. was all because of her. Because she created the Miami because cocaine she, wars. She basically she was the coke she was the cocaine cowboy. She was the damn or, cocaine cowgirl. She was the she Co- was Co-Cupa. the she was the boss of all the cocaine cowboys. Exactly. Like those were her dudes doing her bidding and it's no wonder that there are like okay so it was a lifetime movie but whatever but Catherine Zeta I mean because like women actors actresses are always looking for big meaty roles and so here's one so Catherine Zeta-Jones plays her in a Lifetime original, which yeah. I did not find It's called or The watch. Cocaine Godmother, I'm yeah. sure. And I, didn't, I saw it, but I didn't watch it. I mean, I'm just so interested, but I didn't have time. I just didn't want to get movie facts. Right. When I was trying to do research, totally. I was afraid if I watched a fictional <laughs> movie about it that I would, I don't know, somehow come here agreed. presenting movie version of no, it as agreed. truth. Agreed, totally But agreed. I will watch it. And then also, um, they're, they've greenlit, um, HBO is going to do, J-Lo is going to play. I... Zelda Seriously. and produced the movie. That's amazing. And I think it's going to be so good. I know. I can't wait. There's, I have some notes. I wish that someone would ask yeah, me. Yeah, call us. I'm we gonna, have some yeah, ideas. the production team, but I'm excited for that. Sorry, as we di- when we digress. But so yes, Pablo and Griselda hate each other. Yes. And so I think at this time we're entering like the early 80s, right? Like 1980. Right. And because she's just a ballsy, ballsy, yeah. beautiful the- Lady, she decides to just, even though she fled because she was under indictment from the DEA, she's like, that was New York. You know what? I think let's try out Miami. Yeah, that's Which right. was like a big port, like, you know, of oh, yeah. things coming in and out that were illegal. Absolutely. Did you watch the Cocaine Cowboys? I watched parts of it. Yeah, it's like, I watched it last night. The Like, the first hour is just about the smugglers, the guys who, like, fly the stuff over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... But then the last hour is about, all about Griselda. So, right. you know, it was interesting. But yeah, so at this point, so she's murdered her first two husbands. She's come back to the States now to right. basically set up the biggest trafficking ring that the U.S. would ever see where she was going to be the, the supplier right. for cocaine in America to like Florida, New York, all the way over to California. Right. Like she was bringing all yes, the cocaine Yes, she in. was. Um, and she also... Marries her third husband, right. 
Dario Sepulveda, and she has one more son. She meets Dario from one of her hitmen, Paco, and she really liked him. Paco was somebody she felt she could trust. I think this is like a common theme throughout her life. She's like not trusting people. She's trusting people. Um, And they lose her trust, and then they die. And then they don't. So, but through Paco, she meets Dario, and yes, they have one son, and and so this is the other fun fact about Griselda. Griselda was a movie buff. Mm-hmm. She loved film, and she loved... To she just, loved glitz and glamour. Yes. So that Hollywood lifestyle yes. would have, you know, she would have loved that. Yeah, absolutely. She had crazy, awesome jewelry. Right, like Ava Peron. I couldn't believe that. I know. I like, she had Ava Peron's, like, emerald earrings or yeah. something. She had, like, a... I want to say it was, like, an emerald pearl-encrusted, like, Uzi or something like this. Yes, she liked that's glitz. right. She, she loved, loved the bling. And so, of course, she loved The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather. Yes. And she kind of, I think, uh, I, I heard somewhere that the reason people called her the godmother was because she was, shoot, somebody was like, I'm the godmother, mama, and she shoots them, and so she's in Spanish, she probably said that, but. So she basically sees herself as, yeah, as the female godfather. And so she so names she, her son. Michael Corleone Blanco. Yeah. Who is, so that was happened, I think he was born in like 78, or okay. something like that. I want to say, because I feel like he's not, he's not old. He's, no, he's, he's like, living and. Yeah, he's not that old at all. Yeah, he's like a. But he's a Miami kid. Yes, he's a Miami kid. Whereas her other kids were raised in Columbia. Yeah. He's going to be raised in Miami. Um, so, let's see, she killed, no, 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 no. Submachine gun Uzi, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was something we already talked about. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I like the quote that no man would ever hold her down again. Ooh. As her husband. From you know, the second from, guy. Yeah, from the second guy. But then, yes, of course, she marries Dario and her baby boy. Yeah, August 78, Virgo. Um, oh. Her sons were growing up. And, and uh, following her into the exactly. business. Exactly. So her three oldest sons are now all part of her cocaine business. Yes, they are. So, yeah, right. Because she has four total, right? Yes. Yeah. And they, so she fakes some passports. They're Venice. She's a Venezuelan businesswoman when she moves back to Miami. And her name is Beatrice. Oh my God. And really? her husband's name is Tony. Oh, stop. I, I watched this that. documentary with Michael called Evil Lives Here. And he talks about kind of growing up as a young boy, like the certain things that, because he was homeschooled. Wow. And the things that she would kind of make him repeat. Like, if anyone asks you what your parents' names are, what do you say? And he's like, Griselda and Dario. And she's like, no. Beatrice and Tony, to the Whoa. point of where he kind of started at one point to believe those were their names. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Fun facts you learn on ID Discovery. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love So, so is this the time when um, she starts yeah. dipping into her own supply and starts doing drugs? I think... Or in a couple years? I think it's not long after all of this starts. This was when she's... Okay, so they're in Miami, and this is when she invented, which I'm like, really? But she invented the motorcycle drive-by. Yeah. Where there'd be two people on a motorcycle, they'd drive up and... Shoot people... Spray the crowd. With bullets, and, and then take off before anyone really realized what was going on. And be able to So get apparently away. she was the first person to use that idea... Yeah. And then everybody started doing it. Right. Again, shattering really that sad. glass. I yelling. know. But I also, know. that comes back into play in a very, very sad way. And I think that her whole thing was, her tactic was maximum publicity to get respect. Right. She wanted to be feared. Yeah. And my God, they said that she had, she put so many hits out on people. At one point, the Dade County um, morgue, is that the right place where they take the dead bodies? Yes. They had to bring in like an extra cooler unit on the side because they didn't have enough room for all of the wow. dead bodies. Yeah, and this is like... 
So she, this she is, was responsible for so much so violence, or at least violence. her her. Her company was. Right. Like, I don't think she fully shot people no, no. right at she, that time. She hired, she put hits on people. Yeah. But, I mean, she was at her behest. And at her peak, she was making $80 million a month. She had houses, cars, the pearls, the machine gun, the, yeah, all the cool she things. amassed, like, a, a net worth of around $2 billion. And that's in 80s money. That's I mean, like, that's wild. She would have been, like, a hundred billionaire today. I, And this is interesting, I think, that... Um, you know, her, her she she sort of looked up to the mafia people, the Italians, all this. They never they never came up with that much kind of kind of money. No. This was like the gold rush for cocaine. You know, cocaine yeah. was like the gold rush. Everybody wanted it on cocaine. Right. Nobody really knew it was bad for you yet. Really yeah. it was like an elite right. it was a fancy status. drug. Yes. And so, you know, people the supply was you know, the demand was higher than the supply. So totally. she was making well until I guess until she came along and then maybe the demand and supply equaled out. Because she brought over so much cocaine. But eventually... Wait, I want to... Oh, okay, so wait. So, um, how do you make cocaine? I have no idea, but you're okay. going to tell me. <laughs> I was really interested in this because, you know, it comes over... You know, the whole trafficking, it comes over in bricks. Um, they would either put it li like they'd line, you know, boxes with it. And they tried to get really, like, clever. Clever. I heard that was the thing is they would find these big crates yeah. and open them up. They'd be empty. And then eventually they figured out that... The crates themselves were the drugs. Right. Which like, is amazing. Which is insane. She was so... She, she really, was oops. really clever. She was really clever. I mean, like, and the drop... They would drop um, bricks into the bay, and, you know, they had to, like, really wrap it right to get mm -hmm. it to... So that it didn't get wet? Yeah, exactly. Because wet cocaine is bad cocaine, you guys. Exactly. Okay, so in Colombia, wet cocaine doesn't work. It doesn't work? Yeah. I don't know. I don't... I, I assume it doesn't work. Okay, so making cocaine... First, you mulch the leaves. Now, I think back in the day, day people would like chew it, but um, that I think that's still a thing in certain parts thing? of the world because it's the the cacao or not cacao. Oh, yeah, that's the, yeah the, they mulch the cacao coca leaf. Coca, it's coca because yeah, cacao chocolate. is chocolate. <laughs> I would love to chew on some chocolate. Leaves. I love some chocolate. Um, so you mulch the leaves, then they add cement, which is a binding agent. What? Uh huh. And they mix it together, and then are you ready for this? Uh uh. They add gasoline. And other chemicals, and it becomes like a yellow brew, and then they boil it down, and it becomes this becomes the cocoa coca paste, which is also known as bazooka, okay, which is a highly highly addictive, um, potent. It's more potent than crack, apparently. It's like, and apparently in Colombia, so that's the paste. Yeah, the before paste it becomes cocaine. Before you dry it out, and then it becomes goes into bricks. Oh and my then people god! Snort it. So, it's, so you're, it's cement, gasoline, and other chemicals, and other. Yeah. Other chemicals. Yeah. And the coca plant. Yep. And so her her weakness when she starts kind of dipping in yeah. is the bazooka, right? Yeah, exactly. This is when sort of, I feel like the most disturbing stuff comes out about her. Maybe not the most, but like a lot of, the killings go up for sure. She becomes super paranoid, doesn't mm -hmm. trust anybody. Um, I think around this time, maybe um, Michael is around five Five or six. Uh -huh. And her marriage is, is kind of in trouble now. Yeah, Dario's like, girl, you crazy. And she's cheating on her. And, I'm sure he and was. she I think in the documentary I mentioned before that I watched with him, the minute he knew his parents' marriage was over, so they were having this big fight, and it was the first time that his his dad didn't back down and sh and like Ooh. show respect and know his place. And he said in that instant he knew that his parents were, were not married anymore. Oh wow. That's wild. Yeah, she apparently, you know. Listen, though she was doing the bad drug, and yes, I feel like in, 
in the world, in any time life sucks in a family, it's when somebody's really addicted and you know, right, selling their TV kind of thing. But she wasn't selling a TV because oh, she was she making eighty million dollars. Eighty million dollars. So she would throw these huge ass parties. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, there were strippers there, and wow. she was you know known to be. Um, Oh yeah, she was. Bi- she was bisexual. bisexual. She was. Thank she, you. I almost she said liked, bipolar, but uh, bisexual. She might have been bipolar. She, she might have, but she, um, she, yeah, she had through these extravagant parties, but she was also really messed up. Like yeah. at this point, very she's, addicted. Yeah, I can only imagine. I don't know what crack people don't crack people just lay down when they're on crack. I don't know that much about crack. Yeah. Um, other than I see a lady doing it on. My street every day, which oh, makes really? me sad. Yeah, oh. I live in uh, you know downtown, so yeah, I've seen some. I don't actually know if crack is an upper or a downer oh, yeah. or a but combo. I both. think bazooka must be an upper. Yeah, but I think anything would... that's cocaine based. Yeah, I mean the the they they say and who knows, but they say that she you know held people at men and women at gunpoint to have sex with her. Oh, at this that's time. right. Yeah, it reminded me. Um, I did read about that. I don't know if did you ever see that show, The Bridge. No. It was not. like an FX show. It had, um, oh man, I, I can't think of her name. But it's basically about the El Paso Police Department. And then right over the border, um, I'm oh. terrible. What's geography? What is the town that's right over the border from like, El Paso, Texas? Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I know that it, Tijuana is the, on the border yeah, here. Yeah, no, it's not here. It's Texas. But it's basically about how like these crimes that are committed just like right on the other sides of the border. Okay. And one of the, there's definitely like a drug cartel. Lady Boss, I bet you she's based off Griselda. And oh, I'm sure. there's a scene where she forces somebody to go down on her in the back of a car by holding a gun to their yeah. head. Well, All right. Listen, sometimes when you're sometimes. high on a crazy drug and you want something, you, you, just, gotta, you just take it. Don't do it. Don't do that, kids. Um, yes, but even within this, she... So this is also when she decides that, because she's watching The Godfather, that it's violence is going... She's just going to... It's going to get worse power. and worse and worse, right? Um, also, I think that a big, you know, rule here we should tell everybody is just don't do drugs. Don't do the product. You know, like, don't... You know, don't, t- don't, don't touch your product. No, don't or don't product. do the drugs. You know, drugs make people do crazy things. Seems um, like it. And uh, don't maybe do, like, even if you're going to do drugs, do, like, the mild version, not the, like, concentrated paste version. <laughs> exactly. But so she's got to be, I mean, you know, people say cocaine can cause, like, rage and, it, right. you know, it can make people mean and... Loud and you know they're just up. But didn't wasn't it just a stuffy nose the next day? It was. Just well, that, that's, that's what they said. said. In the time, nobody thought cocaine was bad for you, which is wild. But this is about the time. So her marriage has fallen apart. He's gone, and uh, basically at some juncture, Dario kidnaps Michael Corleone right. and takes him to Colombia. Yeah, because he. I think. One of the things was he thought she was getting yeah. too fucked up. And, and obviously she had a dangerous, you know, lifestyle. lifestyle. She had to be constantly surrounded by bodyguards. But I will say everything else I've read is she always protected her kid. Yeah, she I mean, loved especially her. Especially him. She loved like, her kids. And I think he had, because he was so much younger and yeah. came, you know, later when she was more successful, she yes. was able to really dote on him. Yes. But, I feel like she wouldn't have put him in a dangerous place, but maybe. But then here's what happens. What? So... He's kidnapped to take into Colombia. He's with his dad, and they're in a car, and the car is stopped. And basically, Michael Corleone w- witnesses the assassination of his father 
watches it happen. Wow. And he's six, right? He's like six years old. That's like how old my daughter is. That would be very, very upsetting. And this is at the behest of his mom. This is an order. But we don't know that for sure. But we we're totally probably, know it for sure. I mean, you know. I mean, he, he kidnapped her kid. But wasn't, didn't we hear, like, she denied it when her son... Well, she would never admit to it when he, I guess he asked on her, like, one time when she was in prison and kind of coming clean and oh, changing yeah. her, becoming a born again and all yes, that stuff. Yes, she's a born again. So, but that's the later. That's oh. not right now. Right now she's ordering hitmen to kill her ex-husband who kidnapped her son. Right. So it's like not a relaxing lifestyle they're living. Exactly. It's like really extreme. For sure. But um, she will never admit that she had it done, although every several other people within her organization knew for a fact that she had had it done. So that's pretty well documented, which is where she gets the Black Widow term, because now that's three right. husbands, three dead, all murdered. Did you do any research on the DEA, that guy, Palumbo? Palumbo. No. Okay, so... I, what is his name? It was something Columbo, not Columbo. It's Columbo. Let's call him Columbo. He was, he was in charge, or he was in charge of the 1975, um, operation. The one in New York. Yep, and she slips out of his fingers. And then he is also now, they have him come to Miami because. Because it's crazy. They believe she's back Mm -hmm. and they, they find out she is back, right? Right. And he says, because he's been chasing her for like 10 years or whatever, or more, 10 Mm years-ish, that. He tells his like coworkers, he's like, when I when I get Griselda, I'm gonna no. He says I'm gonna kiss her. Yeah, I'm um, I'm gonna kiss her on the mouth. Yeah, although he changes his story and says I'm gonna kiss her on the cheek, but it's still creepy as shit. Yeah, like what? So are we at this point yet? I think we are. So yeah. basically, you know the the DEA they're starting to kind of figure stuff out. So she's a little bit in the hot seat, and she flees to Irvine, California. To right. kind of like correct get get away for a little bit, right? But they basically they come. Everybody down. turns on her after she accidentally kills that kid, right? Well, it doesn't accidentally. Basically, but. she's gotten so violent that now even even drug cartel members are like, I don't like this lady anymore. Yeah, like she's taken it too far. So when she leaves in 1984, apparently the crime rate goes down 50. percent Yeah, it's insane. So they they eventually do find her in California, right? Yeah, they do. She's and he a, does, in fact, kiss her. Yeah, it's really gross. But this is she is born again at this point, even though maybe she was still doing, you know, she was getting very paranoid. So whenever she she read the Bible or whatever, it calmed her her nerves right. or whatever. Um, so I guess what happened was... But this is a crazy story, too, because right. she is going to be indicted for murder. Only three. There are only three murders That's they right. can pin her on. But she is Wait, not yet though. I think it's just drug trafficking, right? Well, she goes to right. bed, or she goes, is... to bed, goes to jail for that first. I think she's been arre- like arrested, sent to prison, and then they're doing this investigation and they indict and charge her with three murders. And like the main witness in the case is like her right hand guy. Was it Paco? Uh, or is it a different guy? Ayala. Ayala. Uh, Ruby. Yes. So he had been like kind of her right hand man hitman. Hit he did he carried out most of her Killing. killings. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. But this is why this is fucking nuts. The case, the murder case fully falls apart. Like she's looking at the death penalty. Right. Capital oh, charges. Right. Turns out that Ayala, the 
states or the federal government's main witness against her yeah. has been having phone sex with several of the secretaries in the DEA or the prosecutor's office yeah, or both. the prosecutor's office. Cashing, like, checks that they would send him. So basically, the whole entire case falls apart because of his credibility is shot now. Yeah. There's a chance that, you know, he'd been paying people off for doing right. stuff. So a lot of people actually speculate that he did all of this on purpose so that he wouldn't actually have to testify against her. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, so he was the reason she got caught initially. Yeah. And then also the reason that she only ended up having to serve 10 years in prison for drug charges because the rest of the case against her for everything else fell apart because of this sex phone scandal. So was that... So I, I'm a little unclear on time, but when she's in jail, she... Basically gets, um, yes, you're right. She takes like a lower amount of time, she right? She pleads to something and yeah. spends 10 years in jail. And they take her to like a low, mat, like a minimum security, a federal. She basically pays all the guards out. She's still able to run her business. Her from jail. Business, from jail. Mm -hmm. She can, I mean, she does whatever. She gets unlimited phone calls. So yeah. Yeah. She's doing all right for yeah. somebody that was facing the death penalty. Exactly. But then when she does get out of prison, she is immediately deported. Wait, right? oh, oh, wait, one second. Enter Charles Crosby, or Cosby. Oh, that's right. I, you know what? A low-level crack dealer yes. who just thought she was amazing. Yeah. He was like, how does this, like, how do you do what you do? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I got to meet this lady. Tell he's, me everything. He's young. He's like yeah. in his early 20s. And he finds somebody to give him an introduction, but because he has like uh, armed charges he's not allow, uh, allowed to visit the prison mm -hmm. but so they start a letter this is where the romance actually kind of is real in this story they mm -hmm. start like sort of corresponding corresponding to each other and when he finally does meet her when you know he, he's able to she has on he goes to the jail and she has on like a full a red uh a red pantsuit with red pumps what? And he said she thought he thought she was just beautiful, but at this point she's like fifty nine or I don't know she's like she's old she's older compared he's twenty two right he's he, she passionately kisses him on the mouth and then they talk he was basically she was basically like well how much do you need to live comfortably um right. you know because he want he said I want to sell cocaine right and he was like five kilos and when lo and behold a couple days later he gets them at his door and now he's making a million dollars like a lot like he's doing well right. And he becomes one of her confidants. So she feels like, again, she can trust somebody. And she seems like she might be a little in love with right. him, too. But, you know, she's paranoid of everybody else. Mm -hmm. And she, she sends him around to do her some of her, uh, I don't know, transactions. I don't think he's killing anybody at all. Right. But, but he's literally handling her business on exactly. the outside. So she's in love. Yep. She's in jail. She's 50. And her business is still going pretty well. Exactly. Oh, yeah, he was making a million a month. Sorry. Wow. And it was 50 kilos. 50 kilos. Kilo she just kilogram. gave it? Gave yeah, it she's to? like, you can do it. Um, she arranges it, and it, and he sells it, and he's making his money. Wow. Um, That's true love. Yeah. She just oh, handed it. And also, this is, so he, she, he would come and visit her, and they paid the guards $1,500 so they could have sex. Wow. In, like, a multi-purpose room. <laughs> In a multi-purpose room. Because you still need it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So, did they ever get married, or they were just lovers? They, I think they were just lovers. I I don't think... They, and you know what's funny? In Wikipedia, it says she had four spouses, but yeah. I don't think they were ever married. I, I was going to say, all the research that I did, I saw four spouses, but then they only listed three names. Yeah, I don't... But then, 
his name does come up, but never actually says when or if yeah. they got married. So maybe they just were married in their hearts. Exactly. And so, but at, at this point, this is when her sentence is about to come up, right? Mm-hmm. And she's the, freaking out because more evidence is coming out or something like that. I don't know. And so she's like worried she's not going to get out or whatever. So she wants to take a hit. Did you hear about that? No. A hit out on JFK. Not a hit. Oh. Sorry, a kidnapping. Yes, I did. Sorry. I forgot about it, but I did read about that. She wants basically to stay in jail because she knows she's going to get deported and she fears that she's going to immediately be killed. Right. So she basically sets up a plot to kidnap JFK in the hopes that it'll keep her... Oh, is that why? In and, prison And longer. Cosby was like, uh, I don't think this is a good idea. Right. And then she's like, you don't... You don't tell me what's a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's when she starts to like... Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, he's like, okay, I'll do it. So she writes down on a piece of paper, and he actually doesn't really know exactly what it means, but it says, I don't know, something, JFK, 50M... Right, ask for 50 NYC. million. So right. her son knows that pay Hitman $50 million to kidnap, kidnap him. Yeah. But that doesn't work out for her. No, it doesn't. Because she definitely gets released from prison and immediately deported back to Columbia. I think she spends 15 more years. So she does a 10 and a 15. So she has more time in prison. Yeah. I apparently, this part of the story, got. The, I was like, where's the, the legendary it's true, stories? It's true. We're, you know what? We might be messing up a couple of these. But, oh, no. I love this. But, I'm just going to let you go from here because I feel like I didn't, I didn't know about some of this well, stuff. Well, apparently the hitman just... Because we lived in New York, so I can't only think it's... So uh, uh, JFK's son, um, Ju- John... John Jr. John Jr. Um, he's the one who died in the plane crash, yeah. right? Um, so he had an apartment in Tribeca. So they were... Wait, it was John Jr. they wanted to kidnap? Yeah. Okay, got it. Yes, got and it. so they cased okay. the apartment for days until... That would make sense because... JFK was dead. Right, JFK I just, was That's dead. why I was like, I'm so Did confused. I say JFK? Yeah, no, no his, son. his son. No, it all makes sense They now. cased the department for days. They finally find him, like five days later, walking his dog in a park, and they're about to get him, and a cop, uh, like an NYC, you know, cop car drives by, and they flee, and that's it. And that's when uh, Charles Cosby is like, yo, this is too hot for me. Right. This is a bad idea. She, he feels like she might be a little not off her, with it. Off her rocker. Yeah, and, you know... So Griselda was furious, um, though. Yeah. So though he Cosby loved her, he left. Right. And he tells the prosecutors everything about the drug biz and how she's running it from the inside, but they don't care because they want her for more murder. Right. However, they keep. However, they keep him as a witness to testify her violent streak and unstable mental health. Um, and then I think this is this is actually when Cosby and Reeve were both having affairs with the secretaries. This is, and then everything was dropped. So, um, so this was the second time she yeah. was going to go be in jail. Yes. So in two thousand, in two thousand two, fifty nine year old G uh, Griselda has a heart attack, and she stops crying from the inside. I think she's like, I can't deal with the shit. She's like, and then in two thousand four, sixty one years old, she's released and deported to Colombia. Mm-hmm. And now she's so Medellin is a different place where she than where right she because grew of up. all the drug money. It's beautiful. It's like this beautiful town built on cocaine. I want to go there. It does look absolutely beautiful in is all it, of the videos. Is it safer now? I think I actually think I don't know for sure. No. Um, so do your research. Okay. If you're gonna travel, but I do feel like <laughs> I read somewhere that that um, Colombia is much safer for visitors now. Right. And has been for a while. I want to see the beautiful buildings. Absolutely, that were built on the 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 cocaine monies. And same as Miami, right? Yeah, like a lot of. Well, yeah, Miami was more of a small town. They said before 
became right. It has high rises. All that all that was built built with drug, all with money. drug money. Yeah, which is crazy. It was good for the economy. It was yeah. bad for like just people's lives, like, li- living, living. But it was good. Yeah, for, surviving. Yeah, when when she left, I think uh, a lot of you know the jewelers and people went out of business. Car dealerships yeah. went out of business yeah. because they were buying like new cars every other second. Yeah, people. she was good for the economy, but bad for the people of Miami. Exactly. So yeah. when she's in Medellin, her assets are frozen, but she still had her properties. And this is where I'm like, I love this lady. She's so smart. She she's in, she rents out her properties, and just gets the money from that and then eventually has enough money to buy a, a house in like an, a nice area, a very right. expensive area. Um, and she pretty much lived in anonymity in for hiding. years, right? Like, right. but there she, were so many attempts on her life throughout the course of her yeah. life that she, I read that she was last spotted before the end. Yeah. It was like in 2008. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was the last time she was seen publicly. Oh, really? So she was kind of in seclusion or yes. isolation, just probably trying to stay alive. And apparently she, so this, even from before, she was like sort of a master of disguise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she loved to like put on wigs and crazy it. outfits. And, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. the same. I love it. I love I'm a master of disguise. I have wigs right now. I have a, I have a box full of wigs. You know that. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, I mean, not to be disguising, but just to wear them for fun, for fun. with friends. Because why not? Photo what? shoots. Is it weird? Okay. It's not I, weird. It's so much better. I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my, my kids are going to be like, wow, my mom was really weird growing up. Anyways, um, but she would put on like disguises and go down to the old Medine where she was, you know, raised in that area and just kind of poke around. And I think they called her like uh, Doña Gris, right. something like that. But then the freaking documentary comes out, the mm. cocaine cowboys, and people recognize her. Right. So now she's sort of like, it's a little bit in the hot seat. Yeah, she's got to go back into hiding. And also maybe like rejuvenating those feelings people have of like, oh, that's right, I want to kill that lady. Right. So she's, uh, her, her youngest son, Michael, and his, his wife, his, right? She, and she's pregnant, his wife. She's pregnant and they're having a barbecue mm-hmm. and they're going to the butcher. Yeah. Apparently they buy $150 worth of meat. <laughs> I don't know why that information it's so is so available. And everywhere. One hundred and fifty dollars worth of meat. It's a lot of meat. It's just, that is a lot of I meat. I guess. Yeah. I don't it must know. have been a big barbecue. I know. Oh, it's a baby celebration. Right. Exactly. But and this is uh, where you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. So, as we mentioned earlier, Griselda invented the motorcycle drive-by, right. which would ultimately be the way that she was assassinated. So, outside the butcher with her pregnant daughter-in-law, who was not harmed. Right. She was shot twice and killed. Out on the street in front of a butcher shop. Was it in front? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess, because one thing I read was that she was inside and they heard the bell. But I don't I read know. both accounts. Me too. But I feel I like, like how would they better. know how much she spent if she was still inside shopping? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Someone got the receipt. Somebody got the receipt. Real specific. I mean, they everything I read was like $150 worth of meat. Oh my God, it's so funny. Should have done research. But the guy was, was like, it was a middle-aged man. Mm-hmm. And he was never caught. Yeah, nonchalant, middle-aged man, uh, never caught. Pulled up on a motorcycle, took her out, took off before anybody, exactly what she had created. 69 years old, she was dead. So that is, that's the story of Griselda Blanco. Yeah, and she was laid to rest in the same cemetery as Pablo Escobar. There you go, and hopefully she has a better position in the graveyard than he does. Yeah, I think she must. Because, you know what I was watching? Hmm. Um, okay, so her son, Michael Blanco, he has a reality or like an unscripted show called Cartel Crew 
on, oh, I want right. to say it's on like VH1. And I have to be honest, I like, I've got emotional watching because I, I, I love him. Like, I, I think he is, you know, we talk a lot about on the show how the, how children of, you know, the serial killers, whatever kind of criminals are the victims too. And, right. you know, people put a lot of heat on them and assume that maybe they're, maybe they're like their parents. Right. I or, think everybody probably, I would have assumed if you hadn't told me, yeah. and I did watch that one documentary with him and he seemed, yeah. you know, he did Well, he's actually a filmmaker. I think, you know, I think he, his mom loved films and he right. like. And he, he got that love from her. Yeah, he did. He, yeah. I mean, he definitely did get busted. For oh, cocaine, right. as a younger person, he was trying to carry on the family business, but he That's was able right. to extract himself from it, and it's so impressive, knowing that that was, like... Seriously. That was everything. That exactly. was his whole family. And how? And why wouldn't you? Because it's all you know. It's all you know. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And um, everybody... He said something like 80% of the men in his family were in the ground wow. because of cocaine. Oh, my God, that's so And sad. that's, like, what ultimately helped him get out. Yeah. And apparently, um, in I think in Miami, or I can't remember, in, in the Bay Area, I can't remember where, but he, probably Miami, he does a lot of, like, outreach for, um, like, youth. They, he he right. owns, like, an MMA fighting gym or something, and he, you know, works with kids and people in the community and talks a lot about... You know, like saying off the streets and making an honest living. Yeah, yeah, which is amazing to think that that you know that he was able to turn his life around. Yeah. To in that way, you know, because he was, he was meant and groomed to go into the family business. Yeah. And even did and got busted and then changed his life. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. It's it. I Bonnie think has a total crush on. Michael I do. Corey. I kind of <laughs> do. Guys. Here's the thing. I mean, we can say all we want about Griselda. Uh, and and all and the hitmen and her husbands and the trade and Pablo and but, drugs and, and how drugs. bad they are. But this guy is like close to my age and yeah, like he he's was a real kid. person and yeah. looking and just like you know seeing somebody struggling and trying to make things better is to me it it's just I like it. It's uplifting to know that like the kind of the, always trying to find the silver I lighting. love it. <laughs> We've got a new romance. It's between Vanya and Michael Corleone Blanco. Not really. But I do, I mean, I think you're right, though. Like, to, because it, he was just a kid when this yeah. was all going down. And so yeah. he's still, a, I mean, he is the only one still alive. I wonder. Of I his hope, immediate family. I hope he's, like, getting a producer credit or something on J-Lo's film. Oh I wonder. God, yes, I hope he's an I'm going to look that up. I didn't, you should. I didn't look it up, but. Yeah. Also, J-Lo is so pretty. She really is. I mean, not that Griselda isn't, but. You know, J-Lo is like little burning. Well, J-Lo is an, uh, an, 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 a unicorn. She I was really gonna, is. I'm trying to say anomaly. An that anomaly. was the word. She is an anomaly. An anomaly. <laughs> um, yeah. Because she is, it's insane. I know. She's 50 years old, right? I don't think so. I yeah, think, something yeah, like that. I think she's 50, and she looks better than most 25-year-olds. I know. I'm like... And, and she, not in a surgery. Right. Way. If she did do anything, man, it's very subtle. Yeah. I yeah. want her doctor. She's got good genes. She, I guess. think that's probably yes. Maybe yeah. like a little little touch up. I'm pretty sure she doesn't eat like dairy or or drink drugs, alcohol ever. Or drink or, alcohol. Yeah. Or probably no cocaine either. So. No cocaine for sure. <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> drugs make you look old, guys. Yeah. Just Don't do drugs. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Um, okay, so we had an idea though because oh yeah, let's just do it because it's fun and yes, why not? So we know that she named her son Michael Corleone because right. of her how inspired she was by the movie The Godfather. Yes. She also wanted to be the godmother of cocaine. Yeah, she was. So she was, and she yeah. was. You're yeah. right. Sorry, she was. You were <laughs> Griselda. You were fictional character Michael Corleone in The Godfather. Yes, real life, real fiction. life, no, wait, non-fiction, true, yeah. true crime boss. 
Griselda. Griselda Blanco. Blanco. So, Vanya, have you ever, like, done anything, like, that kind of changed after watching you the after film? seeing like, a movie? Like, yeah. did something ever, a movie ever inspire you so much that it actually caused you to take action? Um, well, it's hard for me because, yes, but nothing, I guess not one movie that I was so obsessed with, mm-hmm. like, that I watched over and over again, except for maybe Beaches or something like right. that, but, um... But no, I think honestly, um, in Greece, oh, Sandy yeah. when she turns bad, I just I fucking I just I loved, I loved her power that she had. You know, I think, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I know this is horrible, and I'm sorry, mom, but I definitely wanted to smoke a little because of that badassery. Right, she wanted to. You wanted to be the bad Which girl, which is messed up because in the in the movie she like changes for the guy, and that's totally dumb. Right. But I was like it, really little. I mean, that movie came out. I probably saw it like ten years after it came out, right. kind of thing. But like, I just I like because I never. This is why I also like beyond all the awful stuff that Griselda did. But I like I like strong. I'm a strong yeah. woman. I want to be strong, and I don't want to have to be meek to to be around a guy. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean. And I just. That's what I thought. You liked one. that badassery uh-huh. that she had, even yeah. though we don't like the reason why she did it. Well, never like change for a man. You never change for a man. But, but and be I like badass. Like smoking just became this. So I smoked it for a little bit in college. and Right. Well, yeah. you know, we all smoked a little bit in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so I have. All right, one. This is it's not really all that life altering. Although for me, for about a two year period, it felt like I really altered the course of my life because of this decision. <laughs> So, have you ever seen the movie Switch? Yeah. With Ellen Barkin and Jimmy Smith. It's like an early 90s movie about a horribly, like, sexist, terrible boss guy is murdered by one of his girlfriends and then goes to hell and is reincarnated as a female. Oh, I think I need to watch this. Oh, yes. It's so good. It's so good. But basically, I saw this movie with um, our good friend Samara, and we were both obsessed with Ellen Barkin's... She has the best hair you've ever seen. So I immediately, with very little thought, saw this movie and then decided I had to have bangs. <laughs> I had to have bangs. I could make my hair look like hers. I'm, by the way, in my 30s, guys, when this happens. This is not like 16-year-old Avrin. This is like five years ago Avrin. And I got bangs. And I loved them. That's great. I loved them the day I walked out of the... Well, I wasn't the salon. My friend cashed my hair then. Uh-huh. But... I loved them. And then when I had to do them myself, uh, it was a nightmare yeah. that didn't end yeah. for two years Cutting while I tried to grow them out. Well, I just have the, I have the wrong hair for it. Yeah. I love bangs. I see a picture of Ellen Barkin right now with those, and I have to stop myself from like, going back I'm, and getting bangs Cutting again. bangs. Oh, my God, I love it. Okay, what's the other I one? can't do it. Um, I would I also that. say, like, as a young kid, The Little Mermaid was another big one for me because it was the first time... I don't know. I saw a movie. I was very young when that one came out. Like maybe, but the singing in it, yes. it felt, it felt like she's a beautiful singer. If a, you have, that's part of wait, it. Wait, listen, you guys. I don't know if you. I feel like I want to mention this every time we have the podcast. But she sings. She sings our intro. I do outro. sing, and that was the movie. The Little Mermaid was the movie that made me actually was when I kind of discovered that I could sing a little bit. Wow. Because it was about it was you know I loved you? all the Disney movies. I don't know what year it came out, but I was definitely under the age of eight. Okay. You know. So those are mine. That's so good. I love that. You guys, what are yours? Any movies you've seen that influenced you to do good or bad things? Right? Good or bad. I'm like, Bangs bad. Yeah. 
I don't. I wish I had a good one, but I don't. Mine was just smoking, not trying right. to be badass. Trying which to... it is not badass. Yeah, don't smoke. Nope. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> oh, no. business corner, real quick. So. Rate, review, subscribe if you yeah, haven't yet. Yeah, stars. Love us. Yeah, we love you. Because we love you. Um, we check love us you. out Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all at Rom Crime. Yep. Um, email us at romcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. DM us on any Talk of the other Talk to ones. us. Let's, we'd love to get some, yeah, some fun crimes to cover. Yes. Some, I mean, we have a list, but I would love I'd more love, suggestions. Yeah, I feel like we're you know with this with this romantic crime angle, yeah. we've got so many options. But mm-hmm. you know, it never like hurts to be steered. Yeah, in one send direction. us some obscure ones or some really cool ones. Yeah. yeah. See you guys next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.